0: Thank you for tuning in again to MedCast. I'm Sal Hogarty, as always, and I am here today with Mrs. Krentz. How are you doing today? Very well, thank good, you. Good, good. Can you tell us a little bit about, about yourself and what you do? Okay, I'm the owner of Downtown Pharmacy, um,
1: downtown Goldsboro. I started the pharmacy four years ago, and it's an independent pharmacy. Like I said, located in Downtown Pharmacy, we take all kinds of insurances. We, we service a very large population. Um, we have free citywide delivery so we stay busy wow that's um, really interesting free wow.
0: mm-hmm.
1: delivery is free and we can deliver to work or home and like i said all of goldsboro and we take all insurances also
0: wow so that's awesome why are you interested in pharmacy or, or like become a pharmacist why were you interested in that
1: well i graduated from pharmacy school in okay. 1984 so um, at that Time. I was very interested in pharmacy. I still am. It's a way to service the community. It's very important for people to get their prescriptions and take their prescriptions correctly. Yes. So I decided to go into, go pharmacy. into pharmacy.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I'm here today to talk about health literacy and its impact okay. on the medical community. And so okay. I would like to talk about that with you today. And so do you In your profession and and your experience, do you believe literacy impacts health? And to what degree do you think it does?
1: Well, in order for someone to take their prescription correctly, they're going to have to be able to read the label. Right. Okay. We have a a couple of customers who cannot read, so we go over the prescription and, and make sure they understand, you know, you take one a
0: day, you take two a day. So, like I said, that's hard, right? Because you could mm-hmm. tell them to write it down in simpler terms, but they can't read them. They can't read. So, is it just do they usually? I guess they resort to memory, right? Or they resort to or memory, mm-hmm. verbal. It's all memory. That's hard. So then, it's, it's a big deal in the pharmacy world. It then. is a big deal. It is because I mean, taking a pill is one thing, but then making sure you know what it is and reading it is another. Correct.
1: So, so they need to know what it's for and how often to take it and when to take it.
0: It's a process. It's a process. Yes, ma'am. Do you believe that the gap between literacy and health with people who have low or low literacy, do you believe that that's exhausting medical resources and personnel? Exhausting like the time that you guys put in? I mean, in that's format. what we do.
1: That's what independent pharmacies do. We don't just. The prescription and push it out the door right so we go over every prescription with everyone whether they can read or not oh interesting. even okay. if you are very literate doesn't mean you're going to read the label <laughs> very true that we find the most intelligent people do not read labels
0: mm, because they think they know everything because they
1: think they know everything they think they know how to take it so independent pharmacies go over every prescription with every patient unlike your chain pharmacies that do not so and that's true for any independent pharmacy Okay. Uh,
0: recently, you were just talking about how you have to read labels to people and, t- and explain to them what they're taking in their medicine. Do you have some t- a method or way of conveying some of the confusing and sometimes difficult medical jargon to people or medical terminology to people in a more concise way?
1: Yes. So when I'm counseling someone, I put it in simple terms. Okay. Blood pressure. I don't say hypertension.
0: Like I know diabetes, when they say sugar pill? I will say your
1: sugar pill. Because they understand sugar pill. They're not going to understand diabetes. And they're not going to take it if they don't feel like it has any value at all. Wow. So then I have to explain it's your sugar pill. If you don't regulate your sugar, that could affect your health. They Mm. need to understand, you know, why they're taking it. And unfortunately for most patients, when they're at the doctor's office, they do not ask questions. They do not know what their medicine's for, and they just,
0: you know. <laughs> they just kind of move along. They move along. Which so then, is not the greatest. Not the greatest. Do you guys have a lot of language barriers in this? We actually stuff? do
1: not have too many language barriers okay. in this okay. area. Okay, okay, No, not too many. Um, it's, um, our computer will print directions out in Spanish if needed. If needed. Okay. If needed. We can do two languages. Gotcha. But it's... It's not a daily occurrence.
0: Daily occurrence. Well, that's mm. good because I know mm. a lot of people, a lot of this, a huge thing in the medical world is mm-hmm. making sure you can communicate with your patients in the best possible way to help yes. them get the care that they need. And if there's a language mm-hmm. barrier, then it, it makes it, it more, it difficult. Makes it more but difficult. We
1: are fortunate that we do have two languages in our computer. So.
0: That's good. That yes. is really good. Yes. In your experience, I, actually before I started that, I, I was going to say, I, uh, I've been you know I've been doing this podcast huh. and I stumbled you know across what's called recidivism, and you know I know that happens more in hospitals where people come in to be treated and they get a treatment by the, the diagnosis and get a treatment from the doctor, and yeah. they go home and they think they know what they're doing, but they yeah. end up not doing what they're supposed to do and not follow their health regimen because they just don't understand it,
1: That's and
0: then they go right. back for the same reason they went in the first part place when they really should just be getting better, right? They should. So then I guess into your part comes the part where it's like then from the doctor's office or hospital, wherever they're coming from, to you, they have to get medicine. So how do, right. you, how do you deal with that? How do you try to communicate with people the best way to quit this vicious cycle of recidivism?
1: Well, that is correct. And we have a lot of patients that are repeat customers to the hospital and to the doctor's office because they don't take their medicine right so we do um we have a text system so we text them when it's time to get it that's convenient actually Mm -hmm. yeah and then if we also have auto fill so we'll automatically fill it and if they don't pick it up we keep texting and eventually (laughs) and then we'll call them and then if we
0: nagging it's like a big like a mom that's exactly what
1: we do we nag them and then if they say listen i'm not going to take this then of
0: course we quit filling it and we do you something mm-hmm. then in that count? Do you attempt mm-hmm. do a countermeasure where you call the doctor then and tell them that, or that's just the, their choice? You that is it, you know? that
1: is their choice. Um, that is their choice. But I have had occasional um, ER docs to call me and say, you know, when's the last time this
0: this person mm-hmm,
1: and I say they don't get their prescription, right? <laughs> they never refill it.
0: Yes. So I recently <laughs> talked to Doctor uh, Doctor Grant, which I don't know yeah. if you recently if you know him or not, but he. Yeah, he has problems with that, too. Is people reminding him them to take their medicine. Right. Or they'll be confused on why they have to take this medicine and what problem they have. Right. And if you don't even know what problem you have, why are you going to take a medicine mm-hmm. for it, right?
1: And that is part of the problem. When they leave the doctor or they leave the hospital, they do not understand why they're taking it. If they don't understand why they're taking it, they will not take it. They will not come and pick it up. And we can't really force them to pick it up. Right, because you so. can do that. Now, if there are one of our customers that's free delivery, we will deliver it to them. But if they're not going to take it, they're going to stop calling their medicine. <laughs> oh, right. And so free <laughs>
0: delivery is for everyone, right? Or is it just yes. for people? No, it's pe-
1: anybody. Anybody can get wow, free delivery. that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really great. Yes. I guess in your experience in uh, pharmacy and other avenues of health, do you think there is enough awareness and motivation to help? Pursue a a solution for health literacy.
1: Um, I think if they understood the importance of why they're taking the medicine before they leave the doctor's office if someone could just talk to them It could be the doctor it could be a nurse and say you have to take this In order for your blood pressure to come down, which is gonna help you live longer. You have to take this but I don't know if there's if that just doesn't happen, or for right. some reason they forget when they leave the doctor's office, but they seem to not realize that it's important. Realize it's important. They don't realize They do not realize the importance and of so it. And
0: so I guess also as, as a pharmacist, mm-hmm. you're kind of in like the middle between the doctor and the patient. We are. So then you really can't step too much out of bounds, right, and force someone to take the medicine and also explain okay. too much because then I imagine then you can mix up kind of what the doctor's telling them and if they're already low literacy mm-hmm. they might be confused by what they told what the doctor was telling them and then you telling them something else i think they... we're usually
1: on the same page of what okay. we tell them so i think that part's pretty simple it's just they if they just don't understand the importance or they feel better so they quit that happens I that of, too. a lot it's... of time you know they feel great so they quit taking their medication And then they start not feeling good, so they go back to the doctor. And then they haven't filled it in three months.
0: I guess no one really understands is that the medicine is what is actually making them better at Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. Mm constant thing. They just have to keep on refilling it.
1: They have to keep on refilling it, but they don't feel like they need all that medicine. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they're not going to take all that medicine. And especially with like hypertension, high blood pressure, you can't really feel your blood pressure necessarily. So they think they feel great when it's really... The blood pressure is not regulated, it's not regulated at all, and the same thing with especially with diabetes. Diabetes so, is really
0: horrible, I, it's mm-hmm. really bad here,
1: it is, it is because of the diet mainly.
0: A lot of sugar intake in mm-hmm. our diet, mm-hmm.
1: and um, so that's the, that's the big problem. They're not going to change their ways, they're not going to start eating healthier, <laughs> and they're not going to take their medicine, they're not going to take their diabetes medicine. So it's just a then they end up back at the hospital.
0: Right, and they end up up Creek without a paddle at all.
1: And a lot of people, and we see this all the time, due to their income, they okay. can't take four prescriptions a month. They have to pick two. So we usually help them choose the two most important ones. And that's just that's just the way it is. So you, you, you might have two blood pressures, but you only have enough money for one. So you're gonna to have to choose one. That's insane. That's also another problem. It is another problem. And it's not because the prescriptions are expensive. Medicare prescriptions are mostly a $1.35. Medicaid are basically $4. That's not too, too bad. It's not too, too bad. But when you have a limited income, a it very became... limited income, a $1.35 is too much. $4 is too much. So they're not going to get it. If they, can, if they have to choose between food and medicine, it's always food.
0: Which, I mean, I guess anyone mm-hmm. would, right? Yes.
1: Or bills or rent or... Right. Right. But medicines always last.
0: Hmm, which I guess if I was thinking about it, medicine would be last for me, but I don't know. It it should being should really it's a different... be first. It, right. Yes. And survival. then a lot of it
1: has to do with the lack of ability to understand the importance. They might have some psychological disorders, and that prevents them from processing what's important, what's not important. Hmm. So then you get into mental health, and mental health is a huge problem here in this
0: area. Mm-hmm. so and it becomes that, and it comes a problem. Yes,
1: so mental health really should go along with all the other prescriptions, which are it's just as important as your blood pressure, as your diabetes, but there's a lack of not enough mental health prevention and... And
0: just helping and, and solutions. Just, and, right,
1: right, it's just not enough.
0: And your personal expertise and your experience in mm-hmm. working as a pharmacist, has there ever been a time that you remember where there's a person of low literacy and you mm-hmm. helping them and, and them getting better?
1: A good portion of our patients, we that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We we, help we, them. Try, we
0: try to as mm-hmm. much well, as they We can. realize
1: that they're late picking it up. Then we try to explain to them that they're late picking it up. And so that's, that's what we do. We also have a system. Um, we have a couple of patients, well, maybe more than a couple, that um, we put their pills in what they call, what we call a bubble pack. And so they just punch at that bubble pack every day. Like punch the bubble, take it. Punch the bubble, take it. Right,
0: and so that's, that's just helps. easy for them. Mm-hmm.
1: So, and anybody can get that also. There is a small fee for that.
0: So, but we do have a lot of people that That's a good system though. It's a very good system. Bubble packing is really easy. Do you do you find yourself trying to do like this teach back method I've been kind of in mm-hmm. my interviews been hearing like nurses will tell them what they have to do and then say, Hey now, tell me what you have to like tell me back yes. what what did I just say? What did I yes. what message is supposed to take? What are you supposed to do for your health? Do you yeah. tend to find yourself doing that a lot as well? Yes, We're because
1: to. people will answer yes to anything. You <laughs> yeah. say, "Do you understand?" Yes. Well, tell me what I just said. Oh, I don't know what you just said. So they will answer yes. You yeah, have maybe, to not have those.
0: Right, and I guess you can tell but, too, right? People who yeah. really do understand, people who don't, on their understand. faces or by you experience can. with them. Okay,
1: you can. It's kind you of You just have it. to talk to the patient. So unlike, so, and all independents do that. We're no special in any of the other ones, but that's what we all do. You chain pharmacies, you will not find any talking any talking any point of care their main objective is to fill 800 prescriptions a day and that's all they care about (sighs) also a good so we have a lot of patients that maybe are not with us or they're using mail order pharmacy there is zero conversation Conversation, in the mail and they'll even say you know i have like three bottles of something that came through the mail i have no idea what it is i just throw it away every time it comes because they have no idea what it is. It's just coming through oh, the mail. So
0: much money just down the drain. Mm-hmm.
1: Mail order pharmacies automatically refill. They don't ask any questions. And they don't talk. So right. I mean, they just deliver and leave. They're just making money. Mm. That's all they're doing. But unfortunately, a lot of prescription plans require mail order. And they hmm. require chain pharmacies. But there's a lot of prescription plans out there that do not tell you where you have to get your prescriptions filled. So therefore, you should choose one that allows you to the freedom of where to get your prescriptions filled.
0: And so one last kind of solution question I was going to ask you was, in your experience doing this, have you been watching other people and other pharmacists work in yourself and your own business? Mm-hmm. Are there anything that you would change to health, health literacy? Is there any other methods you could possibly think of that could happen in the future that maybe could help alleviate this confusion? It, it's just,
1: it's a, it's a cost issue. Okay. But obviously, if doctor's offices had more personnel, they could say, hey, this is going to go through We're going to go over everything before you leave. And then obviously, if even chain pharmacies has somebody that you know. Right, but, maybe that would become a thing. Right, but nobody can afford the cost. Right. It's associated. All money, it's money all driven. It's all money driven. So with that being said, it's not going to improve. Hopefully, from now going forward, everybody can read and write before... Increasing an just adult. Help, just increasing mm-hmm. education. Just increasing education. The Watchmobile is it's wonderful. Just, you know, even there, you know, they realize how many people cannot read or write or understand. Oh, they yeah. have the capacity to understand.
0: I remember, it. I mean, so. working with them is so many people. Don't yes. know how to read or write, and right. don't know how to communicate. They cannot communicate, and, or ask any questions. I know that's a huge thing. I mean, right. no one really asks questions, right? Because they're intimidated, mm-hmm. or they just feel like they, they don't, are
1: intimidated, or they don't
0: know what to ask,
1: and they don't know what to ask. So that's a big part of. It. They don't really know what to ask. A lot of these people are just trying to trying survive. survive. That's it on a day-to-day it basis. Comes down so, to that, yes. So medicine for those people, they're just trying to survive. Medicine is definitely the last thing that's on their mind. Food
0: and water and shelter are the top three. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you talking to me today. I got a lot of insight. Thanks for taking the time to do that. But we'll be back with another episode. Thanks for tuning in, and you guys have a great rest of your day.